welcome back to another episode of the Miles Driven with me, Miles. And Jen Dobre. From me, Sam. Jen Dobre. I have no idea where that could be from. Is it a European language, yes. Sam? Yes. Oh, okay. I think you could work it out quite easily if you think about the second part of the word. Dobre. Is it Polish? Yes, well done. Oh, well. Wow. Oh, that was quick. Okay, yeah. Um, I apologise to any Polish listeners because that probably hasn't been pronounced anywhere yeah, near it, correctly. Have you just pronounced it as it's spelt? No, I looked it up phonetically. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's yeah, Jane well. Do Bray. Someone's listening right there going, no, it's not. Yeah, well, they probably are. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. gave it my best go. I don't, you know what, Sam? No, I like that. I like oh. that we've got a different language at the start. It's, yeah. a, it's a good one. So that means you're now moving into Central Europe. You've done a lot of Western... I've done South America as well. You've done South America? You've done Greece? have to move to the African region soon. Oh, yeah. And obviously on to Asia from there, I suppose. Yeah. Um, today we're going to talk... How do penguins say hello? Just by <laughs> flapping their wings. Go to the various Arctic regions. That'd be an interest match. Or is it Peng- Antarctic? Do penguins say hello to each other? Well, I guess they, they must have be. some sort of greeting. Or maybe they're not friends. I'll just bring in some cl- flippers. Well, and just beat yourself just with them. Like, hit them together. If you do a podcast where it's you beating yourself with a pair of flippers, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure we'll have the same <laughs> When you go away number. on holiday, I'm just going to do an hour of me doing animal impressions. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? That would <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you know, I'd want, I would want to hear that. I don't know if any of our listeners would, but the, an hour would be impressive. Uh, it would be. I, I don't know where you would start. Something. I don't know. Here's the Colombian tree frog. <laughs> then on we go. Yeah, and then so my, almost it's only when you said a dog and then did that wrong that people would start think maybe he's done this whole podcast wrong. Yeah, and then I could just make the noises and then people have to guess what it is. We do a live Q and A. Yeah, okay. So you're gonna, okay, so when I'm not here, you're going to do a live Q&A. When you're not here, noises. the whole business is going to fall apart. Yeah, I'm just thinking of how much of this is going to be automotive, and it seems like zero content. Well, it is. depends. There might be something I want to talk about. Yeah, well, I was going to say, is there... Things um, I've done to Miles' car while he's not here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the YouTube channel will start. <laughs> it's on its roof. But but it was delivered like that, so... Well, I was say, that's assuming that any car you buy has a roof. Yeah, that's true. Um, anything new, Sam, since I've seen you last? Anything you want to talk about in the podcasts um, off the bat? No, I don't think so. I know that you're itching to talk about something. I've got a new passport. Miles has got a Brexit passport. <laughs> I, I've got... So, you know, they said we we're going to get blue passports. I'll, I'll show you. You've seen it, haven't you? It's just over here. It, that's not blue to me. That looks No, that's black. It, it's so, such a dark <laughs> it's, blue that it's It's so black. desperate to get you out of the country. <laughs> I know, it's just weird that I looked at it when I got it. I thought, oh, I thought it would be... Blue. I mean... I didn't care. To be honest, I didn't care what colour my passport was. As long as when I go to other countries, they accept it, I couldn't care if it was yellow or green or whatever. Why have you got three other passports there, though? What uh, are they for? They're, they're all not in my name with different faces of mine on them for oh. those times when you need to just run away. Oh, okay. It's interesting that you're hurriedly hiding those away. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of an oversight on your part, mate. <laughs> Some, as if I've got <laughs> Three passports. Do you know what? Yeah, look, see, see, can you take, I don't know if you can tell through the speakers, listeners, the awkward laughter from Miles there. Like he's pretending that he's not hiding three other passports. Do you know what? My partner has two passports, actually. Yeah, well, your partner's a spy. Oh, right. Yeah, that's the reason he's got two passports. Yeah. (laughs) I I wouldn't mind uh, another passport that's sort of one of those countries. So they need to have five. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if you can, do you reckon you can have five properly? I don't know. Ask your partner. Yeah, well, how many how many nationalities can you collect over time? <laughs> I'd want one of those passports for countries where you know, if like another sort of pandemic happened, that you could just run off to and hide in some sort of corner and carry on with your Australia. life. Australia. I was thinking New Zealand. Yeah, it's less bitey. 
Yeah, it is a bit. I mean, I, obviously, I'd like to be in Australia because I, I live there and I, I liked it. But Australia, New Zealand, Canada, maybe like in the the top north bits. What the bit that's frozen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that'd be great. It's huge. Well, you get cold in this country. Do you know what? In balmy weather. Can you imagine me? I a... took you to a football game and you wore earmuffs. <laughs> it was nearly the coldest. It was the second place is cold. I've uh, coldest second place. Second place is cold. Yeah, second <laughs> coldest place I've been behind Helsinki. <laughs> which when i rolled into on a boat the east end of london on a cold wednesday yeah. evening is <laughs> only second to helsinki but helsinki is the coldest place on earth i had four showers while i was there all piping hot just to feel my toes again <laughs> i couldn't believe it when i was there how cold well, i do was. think you might be the only person in the history of west ham united football club that's been to a game wearing earmuffs no I think you might. No, there's plenty of people that get cold ears. I can't be the only one. Yeah, that's why people wear a hoodie. Put your hood up. Yeah, but... Or a hat. Doesn't keep yeah, your ears someone warm. invented hats years ago. Yeah, but a woolly hat doesn't do the same job. It just doesn't... Earmuffs don't really do... They don't really oh, scream football. Well, I don't know. They, I mean, they were just black pair of earmuffs. No one could, I've got black hair. No one could really see I was wearing them. Yeah, you just didn't look like you had any ears. Yeah, I know. That, that's, that's probably more of the talking point <laughs> from anything it's else. weirdo down here in the front row. <laughs> Some bloke stood up blocking my view with no ears. <laughs> right, yeah, don't talk to him then. Yeah. Why is he persistently standing? Yeah. And why is his mate next to him just screaming at the, t- at the team while he stood facing the wrong direction? <laughs> Sorry, everyone. This is a, a car podcast, but we thought we'd get that out of the way. So, yeah, I've got, I've got a new passport, which... Uh, was delivered very quickly. Very happy about that. Since I might yeah, need I to. I think mine's got till 2028. 20, oh, I've got ages. Yeah, I, was, I didn't even know mine had run out. <laughs> but, well, I haven't needed it for the last couple of years. And then I opened it the other day. I thought, oh, I wonder how much longer I've got on that. Oh, it's expired. Oh, I don't. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you go and get a new passport and you think, oh, well, what's that? A tenner to renew a passport? Maybe 20 quid? £75. £75? Plus a fiver what? if you want it delivered securely. If you just want it thrown out of a van window in the vague direction <laughs> of your property, then it then it's, it costs you nothing. But if you want it securely delivered... £75? Uh, it's the most... I have... so, why would you have to pay for it? Uh, At all? I know, unbelievable, isn't it? For, for, oh, for... I best get all my holidays in the next six years. <laughs> <laughs> just never go away again so, what's been better than that is 75 quid then you've got to pay an, that is for I don't know how many pages I've got but you can have two amounts of do you know what they've looked at cars how cars work they've gone oh in new battery cars you can have the small battery or the big battery so I could either have like 50 pages or if I wanted like 70 pages it was like 90 quid so hang on if you fill up your passport you have to buy a new one before it runs out yeah can't you just stamp the same page twice well they do sometimes but if you run out of space I mean if you really are a globetrotter this is mental. Oh, if you want more pages, it's 90 quid. But if you Just want... to pay for passports in every country. I think so. And, I, and to be honest... Is I think... there a country, listeners, yeah. that does a free passport? Because if there is, we're, I am moving. We're, we're going we're to apply for citizenship <laughs> there. Um, the, the only other thing that got me was... So you have to pay £5 to have it delivered securely. By, you... by Hermes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who just chuck it in, it's a... in the nearest drain. But no, it's delivered. I couldn't believe that I had to pay to have it delivered securely. It's a passport. Surely that's kind of yeah, assumed. Information. So I had to pay, but then I have to also pay another fiver if I wanted my old passport delivered to them securely. I was like, well, well, why have you given that back? Because you have to send your old one back. Well, they say that with your driving license, but I've got about eight driving licenses. Yeah, because you would just click, I've lost them, and then. I've still got my old passport as well, though. You just clip the corner oh, of it. Yeah, so no, that's what, that's what it used to be, and now you have to send it in, and they don't send you it back. Huh. I guess because of the change of colour, they want to make it very clear that we, we're not having a red passport anymore, so they keep but it. But I like the red passport. This I one looks rubbish. 
this one really doesn't look like they... Do you know what it's like? It's like if you walked into a store and I'd given you a vague description of some new pair of trainers or jeans or something, and you thought, oh, I quite like the idea of that, actually. I'm going to check it out. And then it was nothing like I described it. Yeah. Like a complete... It, yeah, the blue they said we were going to get was like a navy blue, like that yeah. ball that you've got over there on the desk. Yeah, yeah. But that that's, uh, I think, American passport. Oh, sorry, it's color. not even a navy blue, was it? It was more of a... It was a lighter blue than that. Yeah. Navy blue is like reasonably dark. I, but... I say, I think the problem was that American passports are dark blue or blue and? to dark blue and they didn't want to make it so that it was the same. Well, let's just so rejoin got... the EU then and we can all have red passports again. Oh, you've, you've alienated 49% of our podcast. Oh, I haven't though, have I? Because I think everyone realises that it was a stupid mistake. Sam, Sam... Uh, anyway, we don't do politics on this no, podcast. No, we don't. <laughs> but if anyone wants to know Sam's views on the EU, there you go. Well, my views are I'm not really too fussed. No, you're not. You're not a big. I'm not really into man, my politics. Anyway. No, no, I didn't vote. So. No, okay, that's yeah. alienated the rest of the viewers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners. So that's it. Right, with the three people that are still listening, um, <laughs> one being my mum. Yes. <laughs> I just thought it was a bit weird when I got it. I thought, oh, it's not really. I, I, I kind of, I've always had a, a, was it a dark red one, and to have this sort of, I mean, I don't, as I said, I don't really care as long as it's accepted. Yeah, you'd lose that though. Like with yeah. the red one, you you know, when it, it, it stood out. It you screams had, holiday. At you I had I had nothing that was that colour. I mean, I've got a lot of stuff that's that colour. That, yes, you would. But still, <laughs> but even so, I mean, if you, I find something that colour, I usually pick it up. Yes, you would. Yeah, you would. Yeah, again. <laughs> right, back to cars. Well, I don't know. I think you wanted to throw some abuse at me for something. Yeah, I did. Said. I thought we'd um, do a quick covering off of car Miles, cleaning. Miles is going to try and be funny for the next five minutes, and then I'll bring the hilarity back once I'm allowed to speak. Yeah. So bring your um. I'll, I'll hold up a board or so. Oh, I can't even do that. You won't see it. But yeah, if you just laugh at the end of everything I say, that'd be great. <laughs> there you go. Um, car cleaning, Sam. Yeah. I thought we'd do a little bit of cover off because it's getting to the end. Well, it's the end of the winter. People are sort of coming out for the spring wanting to give their car a good thorough clean. I now, know. I know <laughs> your... people are these? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know your, your idea of cleaning the car is looking at it from a distance and just hoping the wind blows the dirt away. Well, but... yeah, but I don't care about my car. That's true. Have you ever cleaned a car i've never really had a car that i cared about no that's true actually apart from my course i cleaned my course quite a lot did you yeah you cleaned it i got it cleaned have you have you caring about your car doesn't mean that you cleaned it yourself no but you when you clean your own car this was one of the points i said when you clean your own car you notice little details about it that you wouldn't otherwise like you know oh, i've got a stone chip here i better you know touch that in when is the last time you touched in a stone chip I've been meaning to touch in a stone chip for three months now on my partner's car. Right. But, every... but you've been so busy with work that you do at home. So I run <laughs> I run this thing that we do because you won't do any editing. So I, have to do I don't editing. know how to do any editing and I don't own a computer. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam doesn't know how to do any editing. And he's I don't not, own and a computer. And he's not willing to learn. <laughs> well, I'd like to learn. I just don't have a computer. So what would be the point? But you can come here and do it on this one. You live half an hour away. That's all right. After uh, this... This week we've done. I know that um, there'll be a bit of a gap. Everyone knows. In the last podcast, we did a big upgrade of our sound recording equipment. But it well, actually, technically, in this podcast, it was two podcasts ago. Yes, because we did our <laughs> Formula One special, didn't we? Yes. Uh, which I hope everyone enjoyed. But it would be a bit funny because that would have come out. People would have forgotten about it. The last one would have come out. Yeah, we wouldn't have now, spoken about it. We spoke about it at the end of the last podcast, saying we've got this coming up. Which for us, which has already happened for you. Yeah, like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So you know, or a week ago, whatever it was. Um, so with car cleaning coming up. Uh, there's a couple of things just thought I mentioned. One is, if you do care about your car, this is not advice for Sam, but if you're in a country <laughs> like the UK where your road where roads oh, get that, that laughter board worked, didn't it? It really did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know it sort of held up with you know <laughs> hitting me in the head. With yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> with a hammer all over you. But, 
Um, just one of the things to say, because I know a lot of people will talk about, oh, this is how you clean this and this is how you clean this. We live in a country that, that salts the roads. So actually, at the end of uh, the end of winter, when you know there's not going to be any more frosts, it is a good idea to go to the local jet wash, or if you've got a jet wash at home, and actually just blast out the underside of the car to get off any sort of road dirt and salt that might just be clinging on. So you don't want to sort of spray directly at anything particular, but just make sure you blast off um, all the areas that have just got built up dirt along them. Because if you leave it, it's salt and salt and metal. Well, I, mean, I don't really need to tell you where. I best go do that then tomorrow. Yeah, I would say, you know, you put a quid in one of the machines and just give it a good spray off underneath. And a at pound? Least, well, probably two pounds because you need a bit of time. Ah, oh, well, that was a short-lived dream yeah, for me. Yeah, that, that was short-lived. <laughs> Uh, if you're interested in actually cleaning it, then two-bucket wash method, which Sam is very familiar with. Ah, yes, the old two-bucket wash yeah, method. So you've got your, your clean bucket, which has got all your soap and water in it. Yeah, and your phone, your keys, and your, your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, it's a man who cleans his car regularly because he's put, he started off by putting all his possessions in a bucket and then pouring water <laughs> over them and then calling his soon-to-be wife to say... I, I, I'm really not sure I can wash either car because, well, I've electrocuted myself. Do you, th- do you think I live in Victorian times? I go inside my living room and say, darling. I think that is how you speak to Catherine. <laughs> no, it's not. And I think It'd you walk in and go, Catherine, <laughs> darling. Oh, no, I address her as the lady of the house. Yes, well, there you go. Yeah. My lady is what and we call her. I'm terribly sorry. But I'm yes, then, we call, then we ring the bell and the butler brings the tea in. Yeah. And you ask him, are you able to clean the car? He says, I'm sorry, sir, but I am not either. No. I've, I've also electrocuted myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I jump on my noble steed and I'm on my way. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So it's just you washing a horse. So if anyone says no, the horse a... washes itself. Who said it was a horse? Well, you said it was your steed. Yeah. So you've got a Mustang. Mean it was a horse. Right, either Sam has a Mustang, everyone, or he's got a horse. One it's, a don- or... it's a donkey. Yeah. So it's more reliable. But oh no, we don't do politics. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, Ooh, t- very clever. Yeah. Two bucket wash <laughs> method. You want a clean bucket where you're dipping in to get obviously clean water and soap and foam. And then every time you come off the car after washing it off, dirty bucket, you know, you sort of just rinse it off in another bucket. So that way you're not crossing over, just putting dirty water into a clean bucket. Because by the end of washing your car, you're just washing it with dirty water. And for a lot of people, that makes a huge difference. We always wonder why, oh, I never really get a great finish. It's because once you're halfway through washing a car, you've got a bucket filled with dirty water that you're then just wiping over it. So unless you've got a fairly clean car to begin with, you're not really going to get it up to a great standard. How do you finish off with the car? Well, you know, once you've sort of covered it in suds, if you yeah. like, and given it a wipe, how how do you then start the next stage of cleaning? What, a drying towel? No, no, before there's, you've got to get the, the suds off the car. How do, how do you achieve that? Because I've just grabbed a hose from my garden and do it. And I don't have a hose. Yeah, I live in an apartment. Yeah. Uh, this is why the two-bucket method for me is really important, because I don't have a water source. So I, at that point, then have to get the drying towel and start to dry everything off. That's a shame. It's not that great. Do you remember, Sam, you bought me a watering can, which I, I so did. desperately needed. I did. When the, car, the, the only way is actually, if you do live in... Do you still the, use it? Yeah. Huh. To rinse the car off. So the, the only way I can do it without, if because I'm obviously, as everyone can tell, a bit precious about keeping the car clean. Whereas, so Sam and I are polar opposites sometimes, and this is one of those ways. If I had a nice car, I'd clean it probably every week. I don't know that you would. I think yeah, you'd take would. it somewhere. Oh, yeah, I'll probably take it somewhere, yeah. Right. But I'd clean the inside, maybe. Maybe? Or you no, would? No, I probably would clean the inside. You spend all your time on the inside. And the, yeah, but you the look at the outside. Is, though, in this country, you, you clean it and then you drive it. And if you've got a reasonable drive, it's just dirty by the end of the first drive. Well, not in so April and May. What is the point? In June and July Yeah, because then you get all sort of like the dust just 
general dust. Yeah, you just blast it off. Get rid of With what? Jet wash. But then you've got to pay to use a jet wash. You said you got a jet wash at your house. You've got, got a, a jet pipe. wash. I've got a hose pipe. Oh, get a jet wash. You get a jet wash. <laughs> I've, I've, I, I literally could connect it to nothing. Yeah, well, keep it in mind. So buy a jet wash. This isn't how our friendship works, mate. I don't buy things in No, it's the other way around. Exactly that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to say. Um, so yeah, two bucket method to just give it a wash off. At that point, especially at this end of the season, uh, dry it off. Use a drying towel. Don't use a chamois. Chamois don't have any way of absorbing any dirt left on there. Sort of just the finer dirt. And you, what you'll do is you'll just pull that dirt over the paintwork. And that's what gives you those fine, swirly scratches. So try and avoid that. Drying towel. Wheels. So it's interesting. Uh, when I was, my first ever job was valeting cars. Well, I say valeting. It was just cleaning the roofs of Range Rovers and Jaguars because they were the <laughs> closest garage. And they paid me 20 quid to go in and sort of wipe everything down i always did the wheels last a lot of people always say do the wheels first well i always say the wheels is the dirtiest point so i clean the rest of the car and then come back down and clean the wheels off because they're usually if you start with the dirtiest part now you've got a filthy yeah load of dirty equipment um so i'd give the wheels a clean off with a proper wheel cleaner if you just use the soapy water it's it's fine but you won't really get some of the break uh, baked in brake dust off as much as if you just spray them on with a, with a good cleaner. Now, I use a product. What's the company that I use, Sam? I know you're very into all the detail products. That are... Demon nope. something. Nope. Don't know then. That's the only two I know. Uh, Built Hammer. Built Hamber, actually. Oh, well, there you go. A British company. Never heard of them. Really, Sounds really German. good. You, you can buy. They do like a concentrate of uh, shampoo, and it's quite expensive for a very small bottle, but it's so highly concentrated. I think it was like 15 or 20 quid. I've not even used half of it after a year. And I'm regularly cleaning the car. Yeah, you are obsessively anal about cleaning the car. I like to keep it in good shape, yeah. And it's not even yours. I like to keep my partner's car. <laughs> the, the <laughs> if you had a car, it would be interesting. But yet again, since the start of this podcast, you do not own a vehicle. No, I know. It's uh, what, shocking. What, what was I tempted by the other day? Oh, something it would be I'll... something stupid. I almost bought yeah. a Bugatti Viro no. the other day. I, I was looking at two things and they were at very opposite ends of the scale. One of them... And a plane. <laughs> some people will remember this. Uh, oh, actually, let me just let me just finish off quickly. A uh, bit of tire shine always does just make a car look a little bit smarter. So, uh, I wet and black by Turtle, by wax. Turtle Wax. That's the spray-on stuff that I, I quite like. That, but I've got also Meguiar's Endurance, which apparently is the best one you can have. You have to apply it with an applicator that you get. It's okay. I I I, I prefer it very very shiny, which I know a lot of people don't. So. If you like it very, very shiny, get the turtle to wax spray on. Um, if you don't, then get the Maguire's Endurance. They're both a little bit expensive, but they do last quite a long time. Uh, the two cars I was looking at, and, and then waxing and stuff like that again, built hand. But I won't go too far into it, because I know I, I'm very interested in these sort of things. Give us some feedback. If you're very interested in this sort of thing and you do want to hear about it, let me know, and I will actually we'll do, do a it. whole podcast well car probably cleaning. half a podcast i i tell you what we'll start the youtube with it i'll i'll film you cleaning the car and we can you can segue things should into we it. start with a seven hour podcast uh, sorry no, seven hour well, you, you'll have to cut it down this this is you that is cut down adding things in this, this is, is me cleaning things four hours into this, it this oh the camera's gone sam's falling asleep again yes yeah <laughs> it would just be a series of you collapsing to the no floor. Right, it'll be we'll start off with you going around the car this is what i'm gonna do this is what i'm gonna do then it'll be an hour of me walking to mcdonald's and back <laughs> and yes. then we'll come back and the car's clean ta-da magic the magic of cleaning a car the two cars i was looking at one of them 
listeners, you may, uh, depending on if you're from the UK or from around the world, I think it's only Europeans that would have ever seen this car. Citroen. C2. VTS. What a horrible, horrible car. £570 this car sold for. Not worth the £570. It was spares or repairs, obviously. Um, Needed... Uh, some minimal work that could have been done on Sam's driveway. Minimal structural work. <laughs> had an Engine MO- out. No, no, it had an MOT and it ran away from you. Yes. <laughs> I was. I, I wasn't really willing to pay more than four hundred quid for it because I'm not really willing to pay four hundred quid for anything. But it's <laughs> Sam has just sat there shaking his head. The other thing I was looking. It's just at, thinking of stuff that I'd spend four hundred pounds on, and like things that I spend more than four hundred pounds on. Like, I can't think of anything I'd spend four hundred pounds on. Your rent. Okay, well, month, well, bills that I have to pay because I have yeah. no other choice. Otherwise, I wouldn't have shelter. <laughs> well, you would. You could have the car. What? Sleep in the car? Yeah. Not you the could buy what you could do one of those. Um, what do people call it? Van life. Oh yeah, it's like a new trend. But, van but, life, but a really things thing. that have been happening for years. Yeah, but someone's given it a name now, and now it's a big trend where you just and now go you and live can in a van. have a YouTube thing off it. And that lady in that shop we went to earlier, she was talking about van life. She was, and that bloke said he had a sprinter and it was really fast, and I wasn't surprised. Yes, he, he said he said I have a sprinter that I go flying in, and I yeah. thought, well, that seems a bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> although having seen Mercedes sprinter vans pass me, well, one this morning, uh, I can see why, it, it probably if they do go any faster on the motorways, they will actually start to uh, get off yeah. the ground. So, um, Yeah, you other, could do that. What was the other vehicle I looked at? I think it was a Mercedes E-Class convertible oh, God. for like 12 grand, but it was crashed. And I thought, brilliant. If that, of course, it was. No, they were doing free, um, free delivery. Oh, great! And I thought, on Sam- when someone offers you to deliver for free a pile of a crashing turd, <laughs> it had. It doesn't mean that you have to take it. It had the um, the fast petrol engine in it, it in it, it or next to it. <laughs> well, the engine was still in it. It was moved slightly, right? But it, into the middle of the car. But the structure itself was fine. It just needed, I think, headlight, front bumper, bumper reinforcement, bonnet, front wing, uh, some door adjustments. Good lord, wing mirror, because that had been taken off. Oh, of course, well, yeah. But the other side, the other headlight, was actually in repairable condition. Yeah. Sam's faces when I say these yeah. sort of things. Bumper structural replacement. I think. You well, said yeah, the, the bit behind the bumper. Oh, and in, oh, it so was the, the radi- crumple zone. Re- radiator. Uh, so it needs a new crumple zone. Right? Yeah, but those aren't particularly expensive. Well, if you, if you can find oh, them. Easy to fit as well, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just four bolts on each side. Yeah, just drop on, drop on. Basically. Drop on, drop off. Oh, yeah. a new wheel arch. Is that gone? Yeah. New wheel. Standard, new wheel, yeah. obviously. Yeah, um, well, obviously. What would a new car be without needing a new no. wheel? Uh, and I think it actually needed both front wheels and tyres. Oh, well, down. I mean, if you're replacing one wheel, why not just replace all four? Roof didn't work, but only because of all, I think, the other errors that were going on. Yeah, sure. I th- just spring straight into life. The person that wrote the advert bumper. said there was no problem with it. It just wouldn't work. Which, Brilliant. Yeah. That's... In full working order, doesn't work. It sounds like the sort of advert you'd look at. Do you know what? I genuinely saw Car is fully functioning. Pulls, drives perfectly for its age. Age Age-related marks. Needs a few minor bits. New roof, new crumple zones, new headlights, new MOT. Because this forged one isn't going to do the job for much longer. (laughs) Um, I think the windscreen is in okay condition. And the engine, the engine, uh, it started. Right. So start, it you know the, you know the sentence you're really looking for. Starts, starts and, drives. and runs. <laughs> I don't think he put drives, but then I think he said it couldn't be driven because of obviously all the damage. Was well, the front wheel missing? 
Well, the front wheel was it's on. It was, just, Robin, it, it was just sort of bent in. Right. Wheels don't tend to. Oh, yeah, it needed new front brakes because they were cracked. Right. Well, only the disc was How cracked. much was this car? 12 grand. 12,000 pounds? You, Sam. <laughs> I mean, it's like five no, years old. There's no chance you'd spend 12 grand on anything. Yeah, but it, once you'd repaired it, that would be worth. So 12 grand plus four grand's repairs? No. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. But then once you've done that, you drive it around for the summer and then you can sell it for a profit. Can you? Well, yeah. A cat D? No, uh, they don't do D anymore. Oh, well, S and N. Non-structural and structural. Cat S? It, well, it wasn't structural. The crumple zone needed replacing. Yeah, but only the crumple zone. The actual structure itself was fine. I feel like the crumple zone's part of the structure. No, no, it just bolts on and off. Right, okay. It's the bumper reinforcement bit behind it. I mean, you might be able to salvage the one it had. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. just stretch it back out again. Yeah, the the bumper wasn't was, it was no, beyond saving. Toys. It's like a slinky. Oh, new grill, obviously. Obviously, but you might get bonnet. that uh, bonnet. No, that wasn't stavable. It was it was it was in bad condition. So it needed a new bonnet. It was bad. You didn't include that in, in half. <laughs> Did I not say? <laughs> it, it was it was highly lifted on one side and flat on the other. Why did he crashed it into a tree? I think so. <laughs> it, whatever he hit was it was or she hit hard in one particular corner. Guys, would any of you buy a car that had been crashed into a tree? Please let us know. If yeah, any of you say yes, we'll send you a hundred pounds. Hold on, you you make it sound like it's a really bad thing to hit a tree. It might have been a small tree, and as long as you went and yeah, to be fair, the amount of times I've been driving down the country roads and a tree just comes out of nowhere. Might just walk crossing the road. <laughs> but you think about it, it's okay. It's had that knock, minor. Yeah, just knock. that you know minor damage. Yeah. But once it's repaired, it's repaired. And I and the airbags on okay, the airbags in the dashboard had gone off, but the, the airbags <laughs> in the seat itself hadn't. Right. I see your crashed E class. Okay. I yeah. raise you a crashed and repaired Vauxhall one point eight Corsa. Interesting. The problem How with... bad was that? Well the problem was that after you finished with it, it was written off twice. No, but even the first time. The f- I remember taking that for a ride, having owned one, knowing what it would be like, and thinking, yeah, it's only slightly different to mine. It must just have slightly different tyres. Yeah. But Thanks we, for that brilliant advice. We were young at the time, and that was the best <laughs> I could think. Because when I turned left, do you remember we, I was test driving it? I turned left, the road was a little bit slick, but there was no traction. I no, was, I was just, none at all. I was just driving straight with the wheels turned left, and I thought, oh, I'd let off a little bit. And then we did catch, and I thought, God, it must just so have bad tyres. you just thought that that may say to you, all oh, right, well, let's not go down that road. No. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, you, it's fine. You don't have 12 grand to spend on the car anyway. I do. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. If I put my money together. <laughs> yeah, and then went to the casino. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I decided against the uh, Mercedes. I can't remember why. So, uh, your other half wouldn't have let you buy it anyway. Uh, she wouldn't have cared. She would. No, she wouldn't. Massively. No, she wouldn't. She, she's, she's fully accepted that... Um, when you said, I'm going to spend 12 grand on a broken God, car... I wouldn't give her every detail. I'd just say, I'm going to buy this. She's not stupid. She's not stupid, but she knows not to ask too many questions yeah, about Yeah, but when you car. said, I'm going to buy a, a... What plate was it? Mm, like 15, 16. Right, exactly. You'd only have to say 15, 16. She'd be like, what's she, wrong She'd find it? it. But then it, but then at that price, you think a 15, 16 car in general would be about that price. She doesn't know that it's a nicer car that's been crashed. He's shaking his head at me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, shall we move on, Sam? Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> if we could. What was what was I? I made a couple of notes. A few things I wanted to uh, talk about in this one. 
one of the ones actually i just want to cover off quickly electric acceleration because we had an episode where we talked about luxury cars having electric propulsion and that we were kind of questioning whether that's actually what the buyers of those cars would want because they buy for the reason of having something whatever it can do and the engineering behind it and even if they're never going to use it it's part of the sort of mystique of buying a rolls royce a bentley a maybach whatever it may be once you put a battery pack in there mm, I, I, is it yeah more exactly of a, yeah. a digital product pro, uh, product the other thing is you know how a rolls royce has this sort of uh has this instead of having a rev limp uh, dial it has a is it power reserve dial yes okay yeah like the van yeah and the whole point is that as you drive off you waft into the distance yeah yeah so you 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 never so it's a good that's a good idea that's a good evaluation of it i think wafting you waft so you're at zero around yeah you're at zero and you've wafted to whatever speed you you fancy at that or your driver at that particular time i think that's a good the trouble with well one of the troubles with when you go to really powerful electric cars is it's very there is no wafting it's either on or off if you think of everything electric you have in your life yes you can turn it on you can turn it off yeah that's true you can't sort of turn something half on and so with an accelerator pedal you don't of course have to floor it every time but the instant torque delivery is still much more urgent than say something like a rolls royce that as it it sort of lifts itself and goes range rover the same and even if you just think to more you know mundane sort of bog standard cars you never really get sort of kicked in the kidneys as you move along you sort of pick up a little bit of speed and then the torque will take you down the road whether it's a big v8 or whether it's a turbocharged engine that is kind of lost with electric because it's a punch and it never stops punching yeah yeah we're not really suited to humans aren't designed for that we're designed for a gradual increase so if you a bit like a rev gauge you know you start exactly yeah you sort of build around zero to eight straight away (laughs) yeah you do and and you're you're just pushed this is what people have talked about I think the Taycan, as I say, is the best-selling Porsche at the moment, but they're not shifting the really high-power one, the Turbo S model. They're oh, shifting okay. the, the ones... Because it's too much, you think? Yeah, I, well, price comes into it a little bit, but you know, if you're looking at this end of the market, it's probably not the big deciding factor. The, the main thing is, if you're going fast, which a lot of these high-powered electric cars are, how much are you really losing by going not quite as quickly? And people are saying their passengers just can't handle it because they're they're not the one in control of this sudden surge of power. And instead of it being this gradual, you know, if someone if you've ever been in a car and someone's sort of pedaling a little bit and they're going quite quickly, yeah, you've always got this sort of surge, but the body can sort of take that surge. Whereas if you're an electric car, it's like being thrown constantly. And so yeah. you're being pinned into your seat. And actually, that's not a... If you think of a roller coaster or something like that, it isn't something that we deal with as well. No, as, that's fair. As a sort of a gradual... You know, a roller coaster's fun because it's a roller coaster, but I don't really want to... Yeah, but you're not, you're not constantly accelerating constantly. No, and you, like, yeah. and you're not the initial punch, and then you're going up and down and round. And, and also, you probably wouldn't want to drive to work on a roller coaster. Some people would. Well, you'd get there quickly. You'd be awake when you got there. Yeah, there are advantages to it. Uh, yeah, there's not too many disadvantages. You'd struggle to have your morning coffee on your commute. Depends how what the roller coaster does. But if it doesn't, you save the time down. in the commute. You can have your morning coffee when you get to work. 
I wonder if there's anywhere where you could use something like that as a form of transport. I know there's some people that, for example, live on one end of a river and they can take a boat every day or, or a row or something like that. I'm yeah. just wondering if there's any other form of transport that's a bit more, you know, not a bicycle or a car or a train or something like that. A little bit more. That's a. It's like a mini segment. That is. Yeah. What else? modes of transport that you could use in you other s- walks of life? Because you see people using electric scooters and electric bikes and skateboards, paragliding. To what? Yeah, that's an interesting one. You have to get up high and yeah. then glide to work. Yeah, so if you live at the top of a really high hill <laughs> and you work mountain. in a valley, <laughs> then you're good. Uh, zip lining. Again, you, uh, there's a height element. Yeah, as long as you needed. live at the top. Yeah, how would you get up there? And you'd have to live reasonably close to work. Skiing, skiing. Actually, skiing would probably slightly, work pretty well. Slightly weather dependent. Well, you'd struggle in the Midlands. In the Midlands, or you might... the South, or, or the, the UK. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, for a few months of the year, you'd or be right. the middle of the Earth. But if you in lived, general, if you lived in that bit of northern Canada that I mentioned earlier, where you could just escape to if there was ever another pandemic, hella skiing. Hella skiing, there we go. Again, limited, but... Parachute. Parachuting. Well, you Slightly... Got, uh, it's quite expensive because yeah, you've got to pay financial for financial restrictions. Is Although, there... I think you've only got to do, I think it's five or six yeah. tandem jumps before you can do it yourself. But, but you'd, you'd still need a plane and a, a pilot. pilot. Yeah, because you can't jump... Or a lot of money to replace the plane every time. No, I've, well, we've heard that. What was that guy? Oh, the chap that deliberately crashed his, yeah. The guy who threw himself out of his plane the second it had what he called a an engine failure. A minor malfunction where he turned the engine off. Yeah, because it's the first <laughs> thing you see a lot of private pilots do. They've got loads of altitude to make a decision. So the best thing is to do... Jump out the door. And but what you should do is, before any issue has occurred, make sure the door is slightly cracked open. And that you've got a parachute already on. Yeah, because you know, you know, when I go, when I go out, when I go on holiday, I usually turn up to the airport. I've got my bag. I've got, you know, the partner's got her bag. She's got one of those big sombrero hats. We've got sunglasses, earphones. God, you seem to look like a right picture going into an, an airport. iPad or something. Your parachute ready for <laughs> anything happens on your journey. Well, and your uh, fire extinguisher strapped to your legs. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's oh, okay. what the, the oh, they, right, they slowed can... the pictures down, and there was right. a fire extinguisher strapped inside of his trouser legs, both sides. Why? Well, I assume he thought that if he did go down the plane and the plane caught fire, he wanted to. Uh, okay, if you haven't seen this, by the way, just go on YouTube and type in guy, "guy crashes own plane." Yeah, and just watch how ridiculous it is. Uh, but the FAA have made a decision uh, that he should lose his license. Oh no! Which, anyway, <laughs> which I suppose shocked pretty much no one apart from apart from him. He was reached for comment afterwards. Right. So this decision was made. Yeah, and someone in the media somewhere. Uh, thought they'd give him a ring and see what he thought of it. And uh, he said he hadn't heard about it and that he was very surprised and that um, he would have to go and check that that was actually the ruling. So I suppose <laughs> right. okay. if you've just thrown yourself out of your own plane and... What? And then filmed? But Oh, yeah, also, you need to make sure you're filming it. We have to film it. And then... And make sure there's some GoPros on the wings and so that they can... And GoPros it. inside the plane, but questionably, they only work at times when you wouldn't be showing anything that incriminates you. Yes. And don't film the dials at all. No, no. Just say, <laughs> I've had an engine failure, then attempt to stall the aircraft, yep. throw yourself out the plane, and then... Go and find the plane. Follow it down yeah. as it crashes. So sort of circle around so you can get good camera angles of it. Yeah. And then go and find the plane, have a look at it, wait for a couple of random blokes who just happen to be going along a completely abandoned trail. Oh, don't forget, when you release the video, make sure that you turn the filming off for a minute. Dusty hair up a little bit, 
make yourself look a bit tired and then come back on and say you've been walking for four hours. Yes. When realistically you've probably not been walking for four hours. I think the best thing that got me was that um, he said that he always flew with a parachute. Yeah. Yeah, had then... uploaded several videos of himself not flying with a parachute. In fact, there was scarcely any other videos of him flying with a parachute. No. But that's why he said you always flew with a parachute for that reason, just in case. When I go, when I drive home a minute, I usually just like dress up in four sport, four spare tires, just in case I get a flat tire. Oh, I've seen you. Are, you look that. like the Michelin Man walking yeah. down the road. It's, yeah. it's bizarre to see you, but then you understand that you are the only man on the road. You could, you could, you could go over a stinger. Yeah, and, and you'd be, be fine. fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you would I'd have, have to, to jack the car up and then find a way to fit new tires yes. to the rim that is. Yeah. Well, but you, you I usually tow. A um a, a tire, tire fitting machine yeah. along with me just in case. It is it is baffling what you drive down the road, but you are you are a prepared man for yeah. that situation. The fuel economy is not great. No, well you're tying you're you're, <laughs> you're towing a tire machine <laughs> on the off chance that you and might obviously have I a need puncture. I need the tire machine to work. So I'm actually towing around a a large long wheelbase van. Yes, <laughs> with me at all times with a power source for the tire fitting yeah. machine. The van isn't on because we've got to save the fuel. Yeah, if I need to have it on to run the machine. So so you're basically the RAC. Waiting to break, waiting for yourself to break down to then recover yourself, all on the off chance. Yeah, but you know, safety first. Oh, absolutely. The scouts say always be prepared. So I am. You, you would know, mate, <laughs> more than me. Um, so it's always be prepared. So have... I didn't get my tire fitting badge. Unfortunately, Did you not. No. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> that, that, that seems like that would have been the first thing they taught you. <laughs> right, yeah. guys. Make a fire, pitch a tent, change a tire on a car. Yeah, with a tire fitting machine that we just happen to have with us. It's a bit like, what was that show, like Art Attack? Oh, here's one we did earlier. Yes, here's one we made earlier. Yeah, thinking, <laughs> you didn't just make that. Eight people have been on that project. <laughs> right, should we go on to a listener question, Sam? We can do. Well, you've caught me in the middle of a yawn, that's really bad. Oh, sorry, sorry, mate. <laughs> sorry, I, I'll, sorry uh, guys, that's really unprofessional. So we've been sent in a question from Jill. Okay. Jill, with a, we're not sure if it's a J or a G. I'm assuming it's a J. Yeah. Um. I have a car allowance from work of £300 a month. A decent, decent amount for your company to give you. Yeah, that's good. Must-haves. So she's very demanding, this lady. Okay. Um, four doors. Manual. Do four doors. Not all digital controls. Loves a button. Okay. Uh, car recommendations, please. Best way to finance. I could put down up to £4,000. May sound familiar, but could be a good question. She's obviously a listener to the podcast, and yeah. we spoke about something reasonably like this before. Interestingly, um, I was doing an article this week of two hundred pound cars, not three hundred pound cars. So I'm just well versed with this. Then I'm just having to recalibrate my mind for what the three hundred pound cars were. But I did because you told me about this in advance. I did get a couple down on the notepad um, that I thought. Now there's one car particularly that I want to suggest, and it's pretty much my only suggestion that I think you should go out and buy immediately. But I did include other choices okay so i'll let you uh, you've actually done quite a bit of writing yeah, yeah. Well, i thought i'd cover it off you know to take the list so of questions you said you were going to let me do what no i let you comment on each oh, one okay. and yep. see what you think now the first thing I, because i don't know how long ago about seven years ago there was a crazy lease deal that was put out on golf r's when they first came out and this was you could have on for like 200 quid a month with barely anything down and that's what really got the golf r moving so i thought well uh, Jill's got, you said, £300 a month mm-hmm. with some money to put down. Let's see if she could have a golf hour because that's the... Although it's not got all the things that she asked for, they're all automatically... Well, no, I think you can have them in a manual, but uh, they certainly don't have any buttons. Yeah. Uh, but it's a golf hour. 
But it's a golf club. Uh, well, you can't have one for £300, no matter what you put down. £465 on a lease deal. This is where we really need the sound effects thing that you were talking about. Get the yes. old, uh, what's the one from Family Fortunes? Yeah. So, <laughs> so we've got all our, our new equipment. But what, I said, what I've promised Sam I will get him at some point is sort of a... Uh, sound a effects con- machine. Yeah, a sort of controller. And I'll give him four buttons on there and he can program whatever he wants in and he can have that as his... Oh, uh, the fun that is going to be had with that little yeah. box of tricks. I think I might have to put a an editing button on the wet stuff otherwise it's just going to be well noises yeah lots of noises um so you can't have that i did look at pcp finance deals but i did look at one other lease deal it's a bit boring but i thought i'd cover something that because i don't know julie didn't really say we've not really got any specific no she didn't say if i had to have four four doors yeah four doors was oh yeah my huge my main suggestion has just gone out the window but i'm still going to suggest it because it's a car you should buy um (laughs) Right, if you wanted a lease, Audi A3, 30 TFSI models, five doors, you can have that on a lease for £294 a month over four years with £2,646 down. Only 6,000 miles a year, though. So I don't know what your restrictions were on on mileage. But what do you think to that, Sam? Audi A3? Yeah, okay. Doesn't have too many buttons. Not an S-line, though, is it? It was an S-line. It was an S-line. 30 TFSI S-line. Okay. Well, if it's an S line, then it just it didn't have too many um, buttons and stuff, which I know is a bit of a. Yeah, I can see why though, because the thing is with screens, like I'm looking at your iPad now, which is conveniently not on. If you look at how dirty that screen is, it's, oh, I know. Do you know the unbelievable thing is I clean that screen quite often. Yeah. And then it just we've only got to use filled, it five minutes. That's yeah. probably five minutes worth it's of use. Filled with fingerprint marks all over it, and I, and like sometimes I'll watch uh, qualifying or something on it. Yeah. Unfortunately, when it's on, it's bright enough you can't see it. But the second you turn it off like that, it just looks a mess. It does, and that's what your car screen will look like. All the time that it's not on. Yeah. And so you constantly have to have some of those sort of screen cleaner stuff. Or or just live with it. But I mean, I, I quite like to have a clean-looking mm. interior. I quite like a button. I quite like a button as well. A, a dial, particularly. Something that you can just move just but so, the, you know. The the thing with the dials, if they've got something in the centre, you need to make it so the centre stays central oh 100 percent. like yeah, the volume yeah. if it's got the volume um oh icon, yeah and some, obviously a lot of them they just turn i know that frustrates you and then you have to sort of when you turn the car off you have to get it at a so-so volume turn the car off yeah or the stereo off turn that to central and then turn it back on again yeah but you know i know you can a lot some manufacturers do it where the sort of just the edge of the button moves the edge of the dial yes moves, and the central the center bit stays central yeah i can't imagine oh no yeah it's just I a frustration it's too difficult to do that not particularly, no. I mean, well, so I'm yeah. not. So I'm not out. Well, yeah, they are, this is the problem, isn't it? They're taking all the buttons out because they have to homologate them all. And we did yeah, that in exactly, another podcast. Yeah. It's, um, screens so are easier, aren't they? Well, it's, it's not good for your eyes, though, either. No, can to you? To have so many screens. I remember a few years ago doing a. I just stopped selling cars and I went to a job and they said, um, you know, we work with screens here all day long. So you need to do a some sort of assessment, desk assessment, all that sort of stuff to see how many hours you're looking at the screen. And we, we give you free eye care tests and this sort of stuff. And I remember there was all these recommendations, you know, you shouldn't stare at a screen for X number of hours per day, yeah. maximum. And I thought, in, in today, okay, I know, Sam, you work outside, so you're usually staring at a grass field. I'll tell you what, though, weirdly, I've, I've found, I've started doing a bit more edging, so we've got some more, like, formal lawns and stuff that we look after. Okay. So yep. we do the edging a bit more often, which obviously is just a pair of edging shears. No troughings involved, so don't worry about that. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> I thought but you were going to ask my expert opinion there. Yeah, well, yeah, we all know how good you are at anything to do with horticulture. 
Um, if you, when it's sunny or bright or just not cloudy, and you're edging, if you're staring down at the grass constantly for uh, half an hour before you look up or whatever, my eyes are killing me when I look up. Oh, oh, because you've been concentrating on but just I, a set distance. Yeah, so I think that because you're obviously you're focusing at a central point, so maybe it's straining your eyes to stare at that central point. Oh, that's interesting. Instead of seeing sort of the wider picture. Yeah, I think so I've much. had that a few times where you're looking at something. So I'll sort of do like 10 minutes now and then I'll take a couple of minute break and just sort of look around, move yeah, my well, eyes about. And I, stuff. Was gonna say, I used to be shown eye exercises that you were told to do every sort of 15 minutes, which everyone just immediately forgot about. But you're supposed yeah. to, your, your eyes are not supposed to just be focused on one thing. I mean, that's not how humans were designed. No, you can stare. do like sort of, you can do eye things that make it seem like you're stretching your eyes. Don't you? If you like really roll yeah, your it. eyes around in your head, it feels like you've stretched them a little. Yeah. That's good. But now if we think about it, if you work in an, I know say Sam works outside, but if you work in, a, in an office and you're on a laptop or on a computer all day, well, you wake up, have your breakfast, you probably get your phone out or you watch TV or your iPad or maybe you do some yoga and you don't look at a screen. But whatever, for the, for the majority of people, I think there's a screen involved. Yeah. Then you get in your car, which used to be screenless mm-hmm. you know, 10 so years ago. It was, it was only really luxury cars that had a pretty yeah. average screen in them and it wasn't that big and it really was just used for the sat nav. Yeah, that's fair. Now, there's these giant screens in them. Middle of them, you've usually, uh, for some premium cars, there's a screen is the sort of uh, the, uh, the dash area where you've got your dials. Yeah, well, it's like a moving cinema nowadays, isn't it? it yeah, and you know, you've just got screen, screen, screen. So you drive with screens, you get to work, stare at a screen all day, yeah. get back in your car, Screens, well, especially if you've got a driverless car now and you're watching telly on the way home. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. And, and then you're quite happy with that. Then, yeah. then you get home, watch telly. Yeah, yeah. they you get home and whatever you may do. But a lot of people will then watch a screen, whether it's look at their phone or, as I say, yeah, or read their tablets or tablets or, or, or uh, Kindles and things yeah. like that. Still a screen, isn't it? So then you can nearly be spending sort of 80 90% of all your waking hours staring at a screen. The one break you used to have was when you looked at the road, and now it's all being. You know, massive screens around you. Bit... Humans are all going to turn blind. It'll be the next step, next stage saw, of evolution. I saw something that said we were, uh, that some people's eyes are they're supposed to be your eyeballs supposed to be round. Yeah, and they're going into like a slightly oblong. Shape. Oh, really? They're sort of to adjust with the way that we focus on. Oh, so you really are. People are really are getting square off. This is it. Yeah, <laughs> this is actually a change happening. The old um, wise tale is becoming true. Well, maybe they knew something we didn't. Yeah. Next car, Sam. And I include this. Oh, well, what's your opinion on the A3, sorry? Uh, yeah. yeah, so, uh, yeah score, out, yeah. score out of five? <laughs> that sort of. What's, uh, your, what's your Sam score of it? Three out of five. Uh, give us it out of ten, sorry, on the Sam uh, score. Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. Just, they just don't inspire me too much. That's fair enough. Uh, Tiguan. Ten can, out of ten. You can have a Tiguan. <laughs> uh, you can't have the one that Sam would want. So, Tiguan Life. Ooh. 1.5. Ah, TSI. Yes. Oh, 1.5 petrol. 1.5 petrol. Ah, good. Well, I mean, that might. Uh, no, I don't even think that'll power your garden wheelbarrow. No. Uh, when I sent you this one, your, your comment was, the uh, only thing you said back to me was, wouldn't move a wheelbarrow. Well, there you go then. <laughs> and I forgot I'd said that. <laughs> uh, you need to put £2,250 down as a deposit, 8,000 miles a year, and it's over budget, but yeah, around it. It's 320. Oh, it's a base spec TIG one. Yeah, for three hundred and twenty-two oh, pounds a month. Miserable, miserable. You would look, you would jump on that. Car, no, Sam. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd jump on it to squash it. It's still a Tiguan, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. 
It doesn't move. It doesn't have a lot of... It doesn't look nice because they do not... I've, I've never known a car that looks so different in its R or M spec to what it does as a standard vehicle. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, it's got a completely different body kit on uh, the whole car I'll raise in you R that. spec. Mitsubishi Lancer yeah. Basic versus Mitsubishi Lancer Evo. Yeah, but I didn't... Yeah, I suppose, maybe. Uh, Honda Civic. Yeah. Honda, Honda Civic, Civic Type R. R. Hatch. Yes. Yeah. The last Especially sort of hatches they did. Yeah. Do they do any hatches anymore? They're all still hatches. They're, they're just not. they're not though, are they? They're just becoming when, when my long fabled Civic review comes out. Yes. <laughs> which yeah. is still in the wings. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't really meet the deadline that we gave it. But it didn't meet the deadline I gave you to, to put it on the website, no. And no, then, it didn't. And then I don't of... have a computer and I just I cannot motivate myself to write a whole article on my phone. You can tell this is someone that doesn't work with a computer because the first thing they say is, I don't have a computer. I'm not really willing to get a computer because this no, is I'd the like only No, I'd like to thing. get a computer. I don't know where I'd keep it. So what I need is like your sort of tablet with a keyboard. Yeah, like the iPad I've got here. and a Which I might look at doing, to be fair. I had a look. I've, I, you'll be interested to know. Oh. I've had a look on Samsung's website at the Galaxy tabs because right. I've got a Samsung phone. So for again, me, it sorry, just link. This is where Sam and I again differ. Sam's a big uh, Samsung and Android and I've got everything Apple. Yeah. So Sam and I do I really are chalk and cheese on a lot of things. Yeah. Still manage to be friends though, unlike a lot of people online who are chalk and cheese and they yeah. just give each other abuse. Well we do usually spend our first sort of forty five minutes every time we see each other punching each other and just saying, I'm right, I'm right, yeah. I'm right. Yeah. Just usually. Yeah. And then and then we and sort of say, system, How's life, mate? And you say, Well, yeah. someone just punched me in the ribs, didn't enjoy that. But yeah. apart from that it's been Feeling a, good a bit day. winded, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of broken ribs, you know, just the usual. <laughs> um but yeah, I had a look on their website yeah. and I've found they do their not percent interest on Sam's doing consumer stuff, advice. Yeah. Well, I, I think what, it was, what, what were you looking at? Um, it was a Galaxy Tab 8, I think, which I think is, I don't think it's the newest, newest one. Um, okay. But for the, I think it was from what we said, because I briefly asked you what your screen size oh, was. Oh, it was about the same size I as I think it's just a iPad little bit smaller than that iPad. Yeah. But I think it was about 17 or 20 pound a month. Doesn't over, bad. I think it's over three years. Yeah. But, you know, if, if okay. it's, if, it's not percent. So you are you, is it not just paying interest? Are no. you just buying the tablet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's like um, a finance it's a, it's a, deal yeah. on the tablet. It's a yeah. Wi-Fi version, not a four G, four G or five G. Okay. Yeah. But I am considering doing that because I feel like I should have something. Well, we would have uh, so many articles if you had that. If you did an article every day, Sam. Every day. Yeah. Right. You'd have some more interesting articles. We'd we'd, we'd have be like some... a comedy take of the week. Yeah, we'd have to Do give one you one article a week. What would, I'd have what, to have my own little what section. What could we give you as all like a weekly bit? Sam rants about a wheelbarrow. Sam's wheelbarrow diaries. You could call it that, and it could be so. That's what we might call it, and then it could be something different. Sam's I'll lawnmower life. The lawnmower diaries. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah that do you. Oh, actually, sorry, you had a vehicle you wanted to tell us about for that you. Oh, work, the, a yeah. new electric vehicle from Sam. Do you want well, to finish off this first, him. or do you want me to jump in now and do it? How how long is it? And I might. S- well, I mean, I could probably do it in a couple of minutes. Okay, let's let's. Uh, oh, no, let's save it. Let's save okay. it because I know the, the listeners will be desperate to hear about it. Oh, of course, yeah. So that's the Tiguan one coming. Can off. hear the excitement coming down the microphone. <laughs> uh, for that lifelong Sam Sam score, oh, four. Oh. If well, it, it's, it looks ugly. Yeah. It doesn't move. Yeah. Well, not the else? fastest with a one point. Well, it's exactly, not hybrid yeah. or anything. Um, I'll drop it down to three. We're really being tough on a Tiguan. Yeah, we could, you could even pull a caravan. What, what, what about if uh, if I managed to get same engine but in a, with an R line kit on it? Oh, drop it! I'd bump it up to a six or a seven. Okay, 
So you well you heard it here. If you want to, if you want Sam's approval, you can go for the small engine. Oh, but you need to put a bit more money down, and then you can have the R line. Yeah, pack I mean you'd want payments. you'd want the two liter diesel, really, wouldn't you? I think Volkswagen are desperately trying to drop selling any diesel. Well, yeah, you could then, get one, but I mean, I'm just yeah. saying that they they wouldn't be yeah. You know, it, it wouldn't be like five years ago. You used to walk in, and it would be right. So it's the two liter diesel, sir. You'd have to actually ask what yeah, other options there were. I don't mind asking. Astra, Vauxhall Astra, Ugh. the car that has kind of been forgotten about a little bit. The Vauxhall Astra. It's yeah, been, I saw you showed me a picture of it the other day. And it the new one, horrific. Uh, I think it's because they're really trying to just push it as an electric vehicle, but they do sell it as a petrol. One point two. Do they, do they sell it as a petrol? Well, it, it's on sale. Yeah. Do they sell it? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't think there's been huge numbers. But um, 1.2 turbocharged 130 horsepower engine. Ooh. What is it? Oh, the comment you sent me for this, Sam, that looks horrific. That was all I got. Wow. And I just said that. Yeah. That was, that was, I've just got the note next to it. It was oh, just this is, that. This is fantastic. It shows that my reactions are genuine reactions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, the reason I picked this is because value for money. So fifty, because Jill had a fourth up to four thousand down, yeah, yeah. three hundred a month. Well, this is just fifteen hundred down, forty eight months of two hundred and forty eight pounds a month, eight thousand miles. So add a few, about sort of ten or on or so, if you need to add a few miles on. But um, gives you an idea. So I just thought I'd get one that was well in the budget. Yeah. For both deposit and and actually. We're criticising it a little bit. Neither of us have driven the new Astra. We've driven the I've not previous... even seen it on the road. I've only seen the picture. No, I think it's quite a new launch. We've driven the previous Astra, the Astra before that, the Astra before that, and the Astra before that. I've got one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so we've got four generations of them. Oh, that could be that could be a um, a small little section. What the Astras that Sam, we've driven? Sam's MPG in the Astra. Oh yeah, because you've been really happy I, about I am, your. I am really hammering. Well, not hammering the MPG. I no. am... No, really sheltering when my he, when petrol. He, when he arrived today, viewers, uh, I well, sorry, listeners, I saw him indicate and then push the vehicle up the road <laughs> for the rest of the day. Yeah, well, good news. I've got so at the moment I've done three hundred and thirty-four miles to my current tank, and I've got it's on the quarter of a tank marker currently. So I reckon I'm going to easily get another seventy out of that, mm-hmm. which would take me past or up to the fabled four hundred miles to a tank You've from been... that car at that age. I think I deserve a knighthood. A knighthood? I imagine the Queen will be getting in touch. I would have thought so, yes. I if mean, I send a screenshot of that to the Palace's Twitter account, yeah, she, be... I imagine she'll come over tonight. Uh, so she's got her Jubilee coming up, so she might be a bit busy. Well, that's why she might I think by the tonight. time this podcast happens, she's probably had her Jubilee, but yeah. No, yeah. no, no, she wouldn't actually. No, it's next month. She might just be prepared. Say, so how many that. have we got in hand? No, not that many. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so I thought I'd, I'd want to. I wanted to put that one out there because it was in budget and it's a hatchback, and I think they've retained enough buttons to keep you happy. It's got four doors. So, next car, this was the one that interests me because it usually wouldn't be something I would suggest, but they have gone rallying with it, and any manufacturer that is still pushing motorsport, because unfortunately a lot of them are just backing out of it and especially with electric stuff, they're putting all their investment in other places. So anyone who's willing to actually go and do some motorsport with a car has my support. This one is the Ford Puma. You can have it with a one litre mild hybrid engine with the ST line kit. It looks pretty good. It's sort of, I think this is called, this is a CUV, the compact utility vehicle. So it's not, oh, okay. not really a Tiguan size. You're coming down from that. It's basically slightly bigger hatchback size. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like a 
the dreaded crossover word, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just crossover would be a little bit larger than this, I think. Yeah. But, but crossover is the right way to put it. £280 a month, uh, just two years, 24-month payments. Uh, all your deposit down, though, £4,221. So it's in budget, but you've got to put a little bit more on the deposit, and you've only got the car for two years, and then it goes back. Uh, so... I quite, I quite like the idea of it, but it would be a short term, and that's 8,000 miles a year. Sam, did you have a comment on it? Because I, I actually didn't get a response from you yeah, on this Yeah, because it's a so-so one for that one, to me. Yeah, that's fair. I, I say I probably would have put the comment so-so from you, but... Yeah, so-so. Have, we'll you, seen, so-so. have you seen one? Yeah, yeah, I know what they look like. Yeah, they're not too bad a look. I'm trying to think if I've been in one. I don't think I have. seen quite a few, but I don't think I've been in one. Mm, no. Okay. Uh, if if I if I have any sudden re- recollection of one, then I'll yeah. I'll let you know. But I don't think so. They're not bad looking cars. No, no. It's just the fact they've gone rallying with the thing. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's the only crossover I can think of where they've gone. Just, yeah, seems a bit odd, doesn't it? I know you'd think they would pick the Fiesta since they have a Fiesta ST, and yeah. they do have a Fiesta ST rallying program. But they went, yeah. nah, stuff it. Well, or we've even got... a Focus. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But instead of that, they've gone. No, let's put the Puma up against the GR Yaris and the Hyundai. Uh, I think it's the i20 that does the rallying. Yeah. It's just really interesting. So, like, do you know what? Ford get a mention for that. Yeah. Even though it's just a small Congratulations, one. Ford. Yeah. Even though it's just... A, well, after we bashed them in the previous Ponk's car, because we were trying to, trying to strip people of £40,000 <laughs> for a Galaxy, I thought I might as well say something nice. Yeah, it's nice. all about balance in life, isn't it? <laughs> and plus, they still sell the Mustang. Yeah. So, no, that's true. As long as they're still selling the Mustang, they have... You know, the Mondeo's gone. Um, in fact, I don't think they sell any other cars. Oh, no, sorry. They sell the Fiesta. I'm thinking sort of mid-sized car. Everything is a crossover or a SUV. Yeah. Apart from the small stuff like Fiesta. Fiesta Focus and then everything yeah, else no, is bigger. So it's Mustang. I don't think the Ford GT. Ah, anyway. Um next car, and this is the one to buy. And this is what I thought you already had one to buy. I was this this is the one you were talking about. This is the car to this buy. Is the car, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give me a little bit of suspense, a little bit of build up. Now pretend drum roll and now there is a problem. Ah, good. Right. So, it's, as always, Miles is massively building up the tension, and then it's such an anticlimax that everyone yeah. just wants to throw themselves off the nearest yeah. bridge. So, the problem is, I'm in your... Joe, I've got your monthly budget down. I'm a bit over on your deposit, but, well, we'll just find some extra money. And it doesn't have four doors. It only has two doors. So, you've met half the brief. Yes. Well, come on. How, how many times do you need rear doors? Just... Tell people to... Oh, it's like seeing you in a work meeting. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The thing is... Miles, how's your project? Well, I've sort of met half the brief, but no, yeah. if you look at it this way, yeah. you know, it's you've got to look at the positives of life. Don't look at the negatives. Look, You can always earn more money and just chuck a couple of extra doors in if you need to. Yeah, this Let's car... Let's go see Safe Style. This... <laughs> <laughs> this car still has back seats. So if you need to carry people in the back, they can just get in the back. They just have to move the front seat forwards and they can get in. So there's no what, door. What if it's... If you've got two car seats, Put them in first, and then the it's kids... It's very difficult to get a car seat in a three-door car. But once it's in, it's in. No, one of the ones that you carry out. Why would you carry it out? So you can carry the bit that goes to the pram, and then you put it on the pram and walk the child around. Buy an extra one and put it in the boot. Well, you can't, because you spent all the money on the extra deposit. Um, I've got him in the corner, ladies and gents. Uh, go on eBay. Right. Buy two used prams for the cost of one newer pram. Where'd you and, put this other thing there? And then you've got well, you can get rid of the, the the section you don't need. Put the other one in the in the car as a seat. Yeah. 
and keep the rest of it out. In fact, you just need a car seat yeah, and the, a pram. The, the folded part of the, the pram goes in the boot. Yeah. The actual carrier bit is a solid structure. You can't fold that down and put no, it no, in the boot. No, no, but you put just no, but you don't need to fold it. You can just put it in the boot. It's got a big boot. Well, it's got uh, it's not, but it's got a big enough boot. Uh, are you sure? Well, yeah, but you can't go the you, the whole idea of going out is you're going to go shopping. Yeah. Where do you put your shopping? Trailer in the back. Uh, right. Get it get home delivery. So effectively it's an awful car, but what is this awful car? No, it's no, it's too a brilliant. expensive, not got enough doors. <laughs> it's, a, it's a brilliant car. But, but hold on. No, I think I've met the brief. He's, he's, no, no, you haven't. Well, you can carry four people in it. You you can't go shopping. That wasn't how? the brief. The brief wasn't I need to carry four people. It was I well, need four, four doors. Yeah, but for what purpose? Well, it doesn't matter. The person needs four doors. Jill, I think you might not need four doors because realistically, no one needs four doors. Even people with young children can just tell them to get in that back. Right, speaking the man that has not looked after a child in a good many years no, or but, ever. But I remember being a child and getting in the back of people's cars. It wasn't a problem. They when moved you, the seat forward. When you say a child, you don't remember being like a baby, though, when you needed to be looked after properly. I mean, I know you still need to be looked after now. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's this fabled car, then, anyway? This is the uh, 9,000 miles, £4,777 deposit. So not only have you gone a little bit over, you've got to spend £777 extra. Yeah, but two nine nine a month over four years. Oh, well, that's all right. Then you'll save the extra 700 quid. Well, you've got £48 saved because you've got a quid every month back. <laughs> the Toyota GR86. Oh, wow. Is in That's not budget. even got proper rear seats. It's got rear seats. Not real ones. Why not? Enough to put some golf clubs on. You could put small children in the back there. You wouldn't fit you in the back. You wouldn't fit me in the back. But if your brief is that you have to have four adults in the car, then tell the other two adults. Miles, we all know who it is. It's this cricket team. <laughs> uh, this rugby team. Oh, this rugby team. In the... they've, they've had to get rid of their BMW. Yeah. And now they need two cars to put the, to put the eight people in. You're right. not going to get four rugby players in the back of two of them. I think you could get four rugby players in a GR86. Not comfortably. Or and... physically. I think physically they would Emotionally, go in. Emotionally, probably be a bit of a stretch. They'd go in. They would be touching a lot. But they don't mind that. They've been in the scrum, so they're fine. Oh, so yeah, a scrum practice. If you took out... It's a stupid idea, and it's a stupid, stupid suggestion. It's a brilliant suggestion. It's an awful suggestion. It is the car you should buy. It gets a SAM score of 10. It gets a SAM score of none, because <laughs> it doesn't meet the brief. <laughs> from SAM. I should, well, I mean, what's the time now? I just need to edit out your voice at the <laughs> hour mark. Right, okay, good. What you're going to hear, listeners, is Sam saying, It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He might sound a little bit up and down, which you will find weird, but he'll be very much in support of this. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was my final car. That was my car that I, I thought stupid, uh, awful, brilliant, ridiculous. Think about it. You've got have, yourself, and it's stupid. It's manual. It's got all the buttons in it. It's got a decent interior. It's well, it hasn't car. got a decent interior because it hasn't got the interior that was specified. Uh, uh, Jill said nothing about the interior. She just said something about the doors. And it's ha- so you've you've fulfilled half the doors. Well, okay, go and buy a uh, up GTI with five doors. Yeah, but the, the thing is, is that won't have much space in the back either. You just, no, but it'll just... have the four doors, and you could get the baby seat in and out easier. Yeah, but right, okay. The thing with the baby seat is, you only need it while your baby is a baby. So speaks the great father, Miles Goodson. No, but think about it this way: a baby doesn't stay a baby forever. Well done. You listened right. in science. Yeah, exactly. So. If you're by, if you're moving your whole lifestyle around this child, you have to remember that child's going to grow up. And what do they want to see? I'm, I'm thinking maybe you shouldn't have a child in the next few years. 
if you're if you're like you said it in like it's a derogatory thing if your oh. life's going to revolve around your child <laughs> yes it will for the first three years of its life at least yes it will your no. whole life will revolve Look, around we it. don't want to be putting children on plinths and making them think they're all that important they are that important you, you, you need to tell them look this is the car and they'll think this is amazing i mean let, let's face it if your child went to school and you drop them off if no but i'm saying like <laughs> if they were that, that age right say they're seven years old now two parents pull up Sorry, just quickly. Yes. What, what age do you think children go to school? Uh, well, actually, it's interesting. Our European listeners will be nodding along saying seven. Yeah, okay. okay. So when you start but school. We're, we're in, in the, the UK. UK. We start at five. Four. No. Yes. You go to oh, well, oh, I'm, I'm born. Fa- I'm fairly I'm, sure three is when you go to preschool. No, I'm born at the very start of the year. So, so I was am five. I. Yeah, we, exactly. So you wouldn't have been, well, you would have been four, but you'd have, you'd have turned five almost immediately. Mm, I'm not sure. Contact your mother. I bet she sent you to school when you were, f- well, you were just four. Uh, sorry, you were just about to turn five. I imagine my mother sent me to school as soon as possible. Not, I wouldn't say you've been Get someone who's been educated for a long period of time. I'm extremely clever. I got called clever this week at work, actually. Did you? Yep. Well, that person might have a trade standard. I was a smart them. guy. Really? Yep. A smart guy. Was yeah. it being said in a pejorative way? Sort of like, you know, like a smart ass? No. No? No. There's silence. Just I'm just trying to process it. I've not heard someone call you a smart guy before. No. I've so said, it says the bloke that spent five hours trying to set up a microphone. Oh, yeah, exactly. You've got to plug a lead into a computer. It is so much more difficult well, than from that. From what I can see, there's a lead plugged into the computer I've, and you I've, press the on button on and off we go. Because it's been set up for you. Yeah, well, that's what I've you I've heard you've you called a funny guy. Funny, smart, good-looking, look, good uh, okay. a, a normal height, not too extreme either way, which right. you can't claim to be. Right. Sporty. I'm starting to think that you might just have written yourself gen- your own just, Valentine's letters. Just generally letters. awesome. <laughs> generally awesome. A fine catch. I'm sure my partner would agree. I think she would be covering her face with laughter. If you'd uh, said it, yeah. A fine catch. Unlike my giant beanstalk of a friend. <laughs> I think she would describe you as an adequate choice when limita- when there was limitations. As in, like, I think yours would describe. If, if you just your... met her and then a pandemic happened and she thought, "God, it's really slim pickings right now," then she might stick with you for that period of time. Unlike yours, which was like, "I just need anything." A man. I'm not even sure a man was specified. <laughs> just anything. The next person Breathing. I come across will do. <laughs> and she so, made a poor choice there. So I'm going to carry on with my example. A seven-year-old goes to school. One parent drops them off in a GR86. Absolute hero. The other parent drops them off in a uh, Skoda Yeti. What's not on the list? Okay, they drop them off in an Astra that Sam loves. <laughs> right? So now, one child has got out and think, you know what, I'm going to work really hard in my life because I really want to have a sports car and drop my children off in it. And that other kid's thinking, wow, that guy's cool. The other child is thinking, my parents have bought an Astra. And that's kind of the bar to aim for alternatively one kid's got out of the gr86 yeah and gone ah oh, well glad i've got my apple for lunch today because dad couldn't afford to get me a proper lunch because we had or spent fit it in the car uh, he's, yeah because he spent <laughs> all of the money on the deposit for the car so he can't afford anything which else. the child even seven of. years later yeah <laughs> whereas the other cut the other child's got out of the car going oh well i'm really looking forward to my filet mignon for lunch today. Filet mignon <laughs> in the back of an astra <laughs> <laughs> at this private school that I now go to because my parents could afford it because they didn't spend all their money on a stupid, ridiculous car which didn't fulfil the brief I think of what they wanted. If I, well, if I was seven again, I would happily go to a worse school to be dropped off in a GR86. No, I'd go I, in the Astra and a filet mignon for lunch. I know you would, yeah. 
But once that school threw you out, then you come to the school I was in. Didn't you? Yeah. But we, I'd be able to do stuff at the weekends. You're going to have to sit in and just draw. The car? So yeah, I, that's fine. You can just sit and sketch with the one pencil that you've got. Yeah, but think of it. When I grew up, I'd be a car designer. Would you? Well, I've been dra- drawing be a, a car every single day Or would day you just be life. an average art person, not selling their work? Oh. Or, you know, one. sort of like, a, I don't know, an author that doesn't sell a lot of books. Yeah, I suppose there, could, there is always that option in life, isn't it? Sam, is it getting the needles out and diving them in today? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done a plug for your books on the podcast. I haven't, actually. No, I, okay. we, you, you plug the Miles Driven all the time. Would you like to plug your books? I'll give you an opportunity here if you want yeah, to. Yeah, you can uh, please do buy my books. They're, they're Would you want to tell people how to? Because uh, if they look for the Miles Driven book, they won't find no. it, will they? Do you know what? We're, I am actually doing a, a book on the Miles Driven, but um, I write under the author name Miles Lewis. There's seven novels, I think, the best way to suggest because I don't know where you are in the world when you're listening to this they're all on Amazon uh, I will I will jump in and say that I when I was in, I was in hospital last year yeah doesn't, we don't need to go into why obviously but um, oh. for, <laughs> we do not need to go into why um, and I was in, I'll wait listeners to I was in overnight here. for a couple of nights yeah and I did have a couple of your books with me and they are actually very good and I would recommend and you did enjoy them the actually, heist series yeah, yeah the heist was a good one he's it's, a bit of a liar because he said it was three books but it's actually like 85. So there's three books out at the moment. Yeah, which we all thought. For a series of seven. Yeah, even your partner thought it was three. Because she didn't listen to me when I I said it. But when two or three people have the same opinion and you keep claiming that you told everyone it was seven, I showed everyone. I didn't sign up to read seven books. I had seven titles. You're not JK Rowling. I had seven (laughs) titles written before I wrote the first book, and everyone seems to have forgotten that. But no, they are very good, and I would recommend The Heist as your sort of introduction to Miles' writing. Yeah, a lot of people liked um, Stop the Game as well. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. That's yeah. a short one, so that's quite good. That's I read that one, one. I had to go in for a day at hospital. Um, the shortest book of all is Dearly Departed, which I think you've read. I've got. I haven't read it. Ah, good. It's, it's on the bookshelf, like a... And I tell people, whenever they come around to the house and they say, oh, look, nice collection of books. Yeah. I say, well, these ones up here are written by someone I actually know. Yeah. So he's so... a bit of a weirdo, but... That's how you introduce me to people, is it? Well, no, but I can't say no, that. I I'd say, you oh, on the podcast. Oh, that, that's actually kind for how I'd expect <laughs> yeah. you to introduce me. Um, yeah, so there's, I think, uh, a total of about seven or eight books that you can get. And it, I, I say I don't write under my name. Well, I write under my well, it does. First, <laughs> first name and middle name rather than using my last you name. Know, so it's Miles Any profits Lewis. will be uh, reinstate, re, uh, reinvested into the Miles Driven. They actually yeah. all are at the moment. Yeah, every, so, everything. Go buy the books, guys. Come on. Every... If you want this this level of comedy to continue... I need you to buy Miles' books. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm going to have to start funding some stuff for this and I don't want to have to do that. No. I think everything at the minute goes into the Miles Driven. I can't think of anything else. Well, you keep flagging the fact that I haven't bought a car yet, which is why. Yeah, but you do need to buy a car because then we can start the YouTube branch of the... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got, we've got some stuff lined then up you for start YouTube. using your content editing skills. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you use it for this. But... And we do... Well, we do have some stuff up on the Miles Driven and it's just, you know, just... Well, just... Uh, Easing and demoing, demoing it. yeah, yeah, and yeah, um, just getting getting the name out there. Exactly that. Sam, do you um, since you've uh, destroyed my the podcast, yeah, <laughs> my, my best suggestion, which I still think, by the way, out there, if you are listening, you should definitely go out and um, uh, two hundred ninety nine pounds a month. You can't can't say fairer than that for a oh, no, fine. If you haven't got a family, or if you've got elderly, not elderly children, but children that can you know walk and support their own head. Yeah, so if, you, if you've got a child over the age of six, then you can have a GR86. It took you till six to support your own head. Uh, probably. Or walk. Big head, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, that's something that we can both agree on. Yeah. <laughs> in, 
Oh, look, he's, he's ruined his own life there. <laughs> no, well, I was going to say, I was going to go more, but I realised it might it might fall down a, a rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, let's we, not go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, so the GR86, I think, is going to be my uh, major suggestion. Although I, I know the Tiguan is just a basic vehicle, but if you are looking for something that's a larger vehicle and you want it in yeah, budget... Yeah, no, it, it would do a job. To be it fair. would do it's, a job. It's just the it's, engine that would put me off, because I don't know... Having not driven that engine in that car, I don't know how well it would function. I've driven I mean, it's, it's obviously going to function because yeah. it wouldn't be put in there if it didn't. I've driven that engine in a Golf, and it was quick. It was it was quick enough. I think it would be if you're not someone that's buying for the thrill of driving. Yeah, it'll be quick enough. But then I only so. say that because I once, as a higher vehicle, was lumbered with a 1.6 petrol Insignia, and yes. it just did not move. Big difference being this 1.5 in here is turbocharged. Yeah, that yeah that's what I'm wasn't... saying. That's the, I'm just going off a larger car with a smaller size engine. Just... Yeah, but if you've got to a turbo, me, it's always a red flag. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, car engine is so small. I've, I've, oh, it's mad. I brought up yeah. the Corolla, um, G, the GR Corolla that's not going to be released in the UK. I keep reminding Toyota that they should release it in the UK, but <laughs> they're not getting this so any far, uh, anywhere so far. But that's a three-cylinder engine. Yeah, and it's got 300 horsepower. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't I mean, it? I, don't, I can't remember what the size I think it's a 2-litre, two, two 1.6. 1.6. Yeah. Three-cylinder three engine with 300 horsepower. That's incredible. But anyway, have we got anything more to say, Sam, or are we just going to agree that the GR86 is probably the car to buy if that's well, your budget? Whatever I say is going to be edited to suit your narrative. Wildly edited, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like I should just say some words and then let you edit it together. <laughs> Good. Very. Choice. Bad. No. Yes. Oh, there you go. The, edit, the edit editing something. I'm going to do with that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> the things you're going to be agreeing with me on this podcast. You're going to be clipping those and keeping yes. them for future podcasts. Well, all I needed was one yes, and that's it. It'll be throughout here. This is the thing. Oh, Sam agrees with Miles a lot. There you go. I'll give you another one. I would. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm, I might I might cut these together and put something private to you in a group chat somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I think you should. It'd be quite funny. Have we we could change the intro. <laughs> to the podcast <laughs> yeah well, create I, something out of words do you know what I've genuinely thought of changing our intro a couple of times but I'll tell you what would like be good it. if you can find any clips of like funny bits yeah and then add them into sort of the the beginning I know a lot of podcasts do that they'll have like a particularly funny bit just a at the start a, like, like, a, like yeah. a quote if you like I know yeah actually well let's put it out to the listeners because I quite like the, the we've got the music with the Brevin engine and the stuff and that's a quite a bit of work to mix together yeah and that's how we start at the moment it would be more work for you if you added a couple of like famous quotes from it me would, in there it, from, from you particularly well I'm the comedy you need comedy you don't want facts at the beginning of the podcast right. do you yes no, that's true so a couple of comedic values at the start yeah. of the podcast um, but no, do tell us actually what do you think would you rather have Sort of some clippings at the start of some of our either best moments of the whole podcast or that particular episode, or do you want to stick with the sort of? The oh, tune I'm not suggesting you do it every week for the for the for that episode. I just thought I don't know if there's any bits that people found particularly funny. Okay, where yeah. they, they could be clipped. We could do like seasons if you like. Well, is it we if were you know talking? What I mean, so. We were talking before this podcast that we are n- not rapidly, quite there yet. rapidly on the road towards. But we're getting in towards fifty episodes. I think we should think of something fun to do for the fifty. Yeah, the fifties are like a that'd be a nice on the road podcast. <laughs> yes, just us driving. Terrible sound quality. Oh, absolutely awful. Yeah, <laughs> I'll me. phone it in for that one. And then me desperately trying to edit it. Yeah, to sound. No, we should do. We should think of something. Has anyone got any ideas for a topic for for the fifty for the fiftieth? Any you know? And then literally the, anything. We'll take any suggestions and sort of put them together. I was looking through. We our could do- get a guest on. 
We could get. We should get guests on actually for the fiftieth. We'll have a quick look and see who we can. Oh, the problem. The problem is our new setup allows for two people. Yeah, but I mean, could, if you were both sat sort of looking no, at the microphone like that, would it work? It, it wouldn't. No. Uh, okay. This is a very. We'll buy another microphone then. It won't Sam take knows, you that long. Sam knows how much of a colossal effort it's been this week to get well, all I this don't know. Like I said, there's a lead. It plugs into the computer and you just press yes on the screen. Right. So this, that is how I started all of this. And then I went, just, you just type that question into Google and you get this plethora of information about how you can't just have two USB microphones. It's, it's as if you've walked in and said, how do I fit a manual gearbox to a bicycle? <laughs> and people are just looking like, oh, that's impossible. You can't do that. Oh, well, you can, but you have to do this massive bodge job to it. And I was thinking, all I want to do is, with the recording equipment we have, get two microphones in instead of the one that we had before and sort of set it up so that we've got our voices that are a bit easier to understand. What, uh, as I say, if you want to move a man to tears, then... Uh, in fairness, you sent me some screenshots of the computer when you were doing stuff, and it did look like some sort of like deleted scene from The Matrix. So. Yeah, and uh, well, that was and that was just a clipping of some of the stuff I had to do to make it all. Yeah, that's, just, that's that's why you get all of the money from the from the podcast. So. Uh, no, this is this. this is, <laughs> Sam's making me out to be the greediest man in the no, world. No, I mean why I why I don't take a percentage, I don't take a wage from the business. No, you don't because basically there moment, <laughs> at the moment it's all pouring money in. Yeah, yeah, we're at the pouring <laughs> in. So stage. so Sam's I'm not at the point of that bit. Oh, it's a hundred percent you, mate. It's yeah, what's your thing? I'm here and to then, help. And then as profits start, to, oh, well, it really well, once should you've be got a bit more once 50, you, 50. Well, once you've got all your money out of it, yes, okay. then I feel that then a then a conversation needs to be had with me and my lawyer. With you, what you're going to get our mate? Yeah, Chris. <laughs> he he will write you a contract so bad that you actually have to pay me money, and he. Gets all the profits from that, everything. That sounds like you paying him to do that. No, because it would screw me as well somehow. Oh, so he gets all the profits. He gets all right, the profits. Okay, That's how yeah, it will yeah. end up. We'll be looking at it thinking, how's, how is... How why am we, I willingly doing this? <laughs> why have we got five massive sponsors <laughs> and a load of <laughs> no people? Money. And, and yet, I actually have a minus in my bank account. <laughs> yeah. Why am I hemorrhaging money? And then we get a phone call from him and saying, I'm just at the McLaren dealer and the gent has asked me... Yeah, do I I've want got a, a question for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be sat here answering his question, as it, and then he'll go and buy something and say to us, "Oh, it's just been a good year." Yeah, just done really well at the uh, at the old thing. Yeah, yeah. Chased a few ambulances. And yeah, that was it. All good. Yeah, got a few good cases in. Pushed, and, pushed a couple of old ladies down the stairs and got oh, a few he's, good contracts. He is, is going to love us if he I listens. Don't know, to I don't this know one. if he listens or not. I think he does. Oh, okay. He does quite a big commute, doesn't he? Hi, Trex. So he, uh, I think he's, he doesn't listen to every single one. I don't think. Ah, oh, well, let's see. Put it in the title. What tricky are you listening? Yeah, <laughs> well, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see yeah. if he messages. Uh, but yeah, they do that slow, guys. What, what, um, oh, there we go. That could be a patron feature. What are you listening? Well, it could be like a patron reward get your name on the beginning of a podcast, get a shout out. Would that work from the two famous Miles and Sam? You could be like, Hello, and welcome to the Miles Driven with me, Miles, me, Sam, and our guest this week in name. Yeah, this, this week's podcast is sponsored by. X. Do you know what we could have a actually at the very end of a podcast if someone does want to have a mention and we sort of get to a point where we do start to flag people up who who want to be mentioned for a particular reason, let's say, yeah, or someone's know, birthday or someone's birthday yeah. or they've you know anniversary, yeah, or whatever it may be, but they know a you know they know someone listens and they want to have a mention. We could add that as a feature at the end, but we probably only do one a week. Oh yeah, well, I'm not going to be sat here <laughs> for twenty minutes going. Will sound like did John you, Luke. Did you ever <laughs> phone into a radio station when you were like? nine years old or 12 years old oh, or no i had friends 
Oh, I was doing it with my friends. <laughs> so your imaginary friends at home that you were sat there in the dark with. Oh, I thought I'd won that one. Yeah. Uh, we called into this radio. Sat in the dark? Yeah. Do you remember when I came... We could to... afford electricity. No, remember when I came to your house once and the power cut? And we had to spend the entire afternoon just wading through your wardrobe to see if there's any interest. Oh, that interest was fun, in. though. Oh, it was great fun. It was a but great had, afternoon. But we were in the dark. You had no power. Yeah, once. Once. I'm sorry that Northampton had a power cut. And unfortunately, Sam, that's the one time I really do remember. I was going to say, if, that, if you're going to say that's the one time you came to my house, that's no, a no. massive lie. No, no. I mean, I've probably I've been to your house over a thousand times. But I would say so. That one stands out particularly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that could be a feature we could have in. But yeah, we're, we're very so. interested in what people also think about it. We can have a, a hundreds of ideas. But yeah, what do you want from the yeah from it's the a, thing? The whole thing with the miles driven is we want it to be that it's not just us talking to you and that we have some interaction. And at the end of the day, we know this comes from a love of cars, a love of whether it's engineering or mechanics or like Sam has said many times, the mechanical side of cars really interest him. So he's not someone that's going to sit there like me and wash it and love it and mull over you know all these wheels for this particular spec of 200,000 pound no, supercar. But I will check that working. <laughs> yeah, and if I said, oh, Sam, you've seen this new gearbox that's been come out and you say, oh, well, what's made it different? He's, oh, it's got this bit of metal work here and stuff that's your side of interest yeah yeah some people will share that some people love you know the styling lines of cars some people, some just, people might just like us yeah some people yeah i don't know who they are no Probably some people pe in the mental hospital <laughs> the, the, the main thing is people love the freedom of cars and yeah, i think yeah. that's a thing that has constantly been we've brought it up many times how that could be threatened and so the miles driven is really a way for people to get together and talk amongst each other and i think we'll continue to build that out mm -hmm. so that we can have more interaction at the minute i know it's us talking to you but we will in as yeah. time moves on yeah we just need to get to a stage where we can support it yeah and and, and you know arrange for meetups or have some sort of online i looked at well red... i don't know once we're famous man i'm not sure i want to be meeting the fans yeah no, you, you're, gonna you're... Be, you're gonna be very much down the lewis hamilton school of why they're so close yeah I what when he was at Silverstone when, during when, COVID. When COVID. Yeah, that was a bit of an awful. <laughs> I'm going to go down that route. Why are they so close to me? Uh, keep the keep the scum away. I, I can imagine you would be the man who immediately puts a gold hat on and rides off I don't into know the about distance. A gold hat, but you know, gold hat. You'd have a silver I Range Rover no, no, with bronze wheels. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And I have the miles driven written down the side of it. Be right, you would. <laughs> Whether whether it's been scratched oh, you know, in like by in, me, you know, or like in the nineties when people had those banners across the windscreen. That oh yeah, that yeah, said yeah. like their names. I just had yeah. the miles driven across the front of that. Do you know what? You could buy a plane and we could put a banner behind it, and you could just do a, a tour of the UK. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you want to buy me a plane? I'll put it on the company account. The company account is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you buy the plane from the company account? I'll supply yeah, the banner. That's fine, and yeah, I'll buy the banner personally. Right. That's cool. Do you yeah, know what? I'd so laugh if somehow this banner became this most this, this really yeah, expensive thing. With a plane. And, and I managed to buy some old knackered plane for you to tow it along on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think, we, I think we've uh, exhausted this week. I don't think there's anything more. No, I think, I think we're all, uh, as always. I mean, the, the, I end every podcast with going, no, 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 I think we're all good. Well, I think we've covered everything. Well, I mean, I got my passport mentioned in, so that was important. Yeah, yeah. well, yes, yeah, so I think that's what we can call the podcast. Miles, Miles has is... a new passport. Yes. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everyone. By all means, to say, if you do want to have your input, just let us know. Uh, we've got the Instagram, which is usually me that you'll get hold of. Facebook is usually Sam. Yep. It is links to my Facebook, so I'll get instant notifications. We do have uh, Twitter as well, but we're we're not as hot on Twitter. I just no, find we're it... just keeping Twitter for now until yeah. Problem is with Twitter, you you need a community, and then you also need to 
you need to be in the the right headspace i think to be on twitter yes because it's it's not always the nicest place to be yeah and the good thing with something like instagram is you put a picture up and people can just like if they even if they don't like you they can yeah. just like the picture and move on with their life and they don't have to get involved with you. Whereas Yeah, Twitter it seems to you be... You have to comment and yeah. then people might like what you said or they take what you said the wrong way. And then they they share it and then it gets shared. It's something, it, things can blow up very quickly. So it's it's good in that way, but it's also bad because well, obviously we know what social media is like. People always well, the, like to... The worst thing is you can make a joke between, say, friends or a group that kind of get it. Yeah, and then it gets taken out of context by and someone. Bef- before you know it, you, you know, you're on the news or something but yeah. as, a, as some sort of abusive <laughs> yeah. person. You're like, no, no, I was just... You know, it was me and a few people having a private conversation. We didn't. It was it was never meant to be serious, but oh, also, so we're I a bit ha- careful have, with Twitter. I have one thing to bring up, which is not podcast or car related at all. On our automotive just, podcast, but just made me think of you. And it was oh, a TV show we watched this week. And if people haven't watched it, which I know you wouldn't have because you don't have a TV license, um, no, you should got def- Netflix though. You should definitely Amazon watch Prime. it on catch up if you can. And it was the thief, his wife, and the canoe. Oh, why do I think I've heard You may of have that. seen it before. It was on the news when we were younger. Basically, it was a man who... It was, it's such a you thing to do. So it was, a, it was a... I'll give you a quick overview, but I do think people should watch it. It was a four-parter on ITV, and it was absolutely fantastic. Um, so basically, a guy gets into loads and loads of debt and thinks the only way out is to fake his own death. Okay. And gets his wife to go along with it. And long story short, they end up... I mean, it's, it's quite famous. People probably know they end up getting caught and end up having a prison sentence over it. Oh, okay. But yeah, just very interesting well, to watch. Really funny, um, quite insightful, and just generally just mind-bogglingly mental. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my Sam take for the week. I wonder if I can uh, watch that on your Sky Go. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I've already nicked your Netflix new Amazon. Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I wonder, I've been I've been waiting for the right time to bring that up with you. So, oh well, they're, they're not. What are you going to do? They're not going to do anything about it. Ah, oh, boo. So, uh, <laughs> just just in case it's completely over everyone's heads, Netflix have load, lost a load of money because they were very short sighted in the fact there was a pandemic that they kind of seemed to think that would never end, and it's yeah. kind of ended. And a load of people have said, "Oh, I've got what was it, seven, ten pounds a month?" Yeah, I think, but they're upping some subscriptions. Yeah, they are. So, so like let's say it's between pounds. ten and twelve, or ten and fifteen pounds. Um, and they're saying, oh, we're going to crack down now on password sharing and things like that. And it's, the problem is, uh, the only thing I think they can do is detect accounts that constantly move. Because yeah. if someone, for example, has a pays for a... What, what is your one? You can have three uh, We've got a family account. So we've got uh, me. I think we must have a five. Okay. Because we've got you, her dad, our telly, my phone, and the iPad. So if you own two houses... And two, two are logged in. What Netflix going to do? Take it off one of your houses? Yeah, that's true. And you I pay for five. You, you can't even go down the route, I suppose, of saying, well, they were both logged in at the same time. Because, no, because that's what you paid for. Yeah, we've got a family account. They are, we are a family. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I very much consider myself family, especially when it comes to saving a few quid off Sam's Netflix. <laughs> yeah. See, it was a veiled compliment there. Yes. <laughs> I consider us to be family, financially. Yeah. As long as the finances are going one way and not the yeah. other. <laughs> I don't want your finances. It's oh, no, you really don't, mate, no. <laughs> <laughs> not that they're all ploughed into this yeah exactly <laughs> anyway thanks for listening everyone uh we really do appreciate the fact you're listening as i say if you do want to read anything about us or uh, contact us in any way we've got the milesdriven.com website uh the milesdriven instagram which is more me the milesdriven facebook which is more sam and we are on twitter as well uh, occasionally yeah i think i'll put it like that as a yeah that's the best way have we got anything else uh i think so 
I don't think we do it of anything. Oh, well, we've got the YouTube account, but it's it's, oh, yeah. it's slowly okay. growing. So with the podcast, it's very difficult to start all these things at once. Yeah, you've got to kind of you've got to sort of so, grow into it. So, so yeah, our concentration... when Mars buys a car, we'll definitely be starting the YouTube. Yeah, well, we might start it before then. Yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, that'll be a definite, we need a definitive some, start if that there's happens. There's some big camera equipment upgrades. Well, I say upgrades. Uh, stuff that I need to buy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's good because I've got a lot of camera stuff from some freelance jobs that I used to do, but there is yeah. other stuff that needs to be done. So thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it, and we shall uh, we'll catch you in the next one. We'll see you there.